What's going on, guys? My name's Bob. I want to welcome you guys to the Power of Fitness podcast. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. And with my co-host, Brian, as always. What's up, guys? So, guys, we are a self-development and fitness podcast. So, if you guys are listening, we're here to help you guys develop and become better in your life and also become more comfortable with the gym. We're going to share our experiences with you guys, and hopefully you guys can relate to that. So I also wanted to let you guys know that we aren't charging you guys for this. We're doing it for free because we're trying to help you guys become better in the gym and better in life. So if you could, for every episode that you listen to, please refer a friend. Let them know about us. The more uh, people that are viewing us, the more content we can get to you guys and the better it's going to be. Also, if you have any feedback for us, keep it coming in. Anything positive or negative is helping us out. So keep it coming, guys. So without further ado, Brian, why don't you uh, let them know what we're going to be talking about today. All right, so it's number five, podcast number five today. Five, baby. Fail to plan, plan to fail. Yep. So what we mean by that is, what we mean by that is, (laughs) if you don't have a plan, it's inevitable that you will at some point fail. And being able to plan and have something written down Will keep you on track but with that being said as well as if you do end up falling off and you take that l per se you're able to have something written down to get you back on track yeah uh so guys when it comes to being successful in life you know the one thing that everyone who succeeds has in common is they plan it out they don't just wing it if you wing things you're most likely not going to be successful in the long run you might be successful in the short term, but just like life, you want to be successful in the long run. And that's that's one of the biggest things here too. It's like you can wing and it might work for a while, yeah. but when it when it comes down to time and everything else, winging things don't always work and don't always last. Yeah, I know that. Bob knows that. Sure, for sure. We've uh, both tried it. Yeah, I used to. You know, I'm like you guys too, and. I don't like to write everything down. And I think I, like school was easy. So I was able to pass these tests. So I can go through the rest of my life and go through trying to achieve my goals and be successful, just winging it. And it doesn't work like that. That, that was probably my biggest failure because at yeah. school, it was just like, write these notes down. I was thinking, well, why do I need to write these notes down if I'm not even going to use them? Yeah, <laughs> I agree with you there. And it was, I think, uh, ignorance. A lot of us are ignorant about it because we think, well, man. Like, yeah, it like definitely is. You think you get through a lot of your stages in life and you think, oh, well, I, I didn't have to plan this. Why do I have to keep planning everything else out? And the fact of the matter is that you can get through a lot of things in life and in the gym and you don't have to plan it out, but you're not going to be at your full potential. And the goal is to be at your full potential and be the best you can be. And that's that's gets done by planning it out. Yeah, that's, that's a good point because if you take like the high school situation and everything like that, I never took notes in high school, which means I knew I set myself up for failure because as soon as I went to college, well, definitely. if you didn't have those notes, <laughs> yeah. you were fucked. And I mean, it's the same concept for the gym, yep. same concept for lifting, same concept for fitness. Yep. You don't have yep. those notes and that basic, basic knowledge to get you going, to get you started, to get you where you're going. Yeah. You don't have nothing. You don't have your fundamentals. You don't have... You don't have anything. Yeah, it's, you don't know what the hell you're doing. 
Uh, so, guys, off of last week, last week's episode, if you tuned in, which we hope you did, but if you didn't, we're going to give you a little rundown of what it was. Last week was about how to get comfortable with the gym. And we know a lot of you guys aren't uh, comfortable at first. You feel left out. You feel like you have no idea what you're doing. And we finished that episode off talking about that you need to have a plan. You know, so we felt like last week we didn't hit it enough. So this week, that's what we're going to go over. We're going to go over the importance of a plan and why it's going to benefit you in the gym and in life. Yeah, plan workouts, plan days to work out, and also planning out your meals, meal prepping. Meal prepping is a big thing. Yeah. And that's a big thing that's been coming back from uh, from the get-go now. Dude, it's getting huge now because people are realizing that they can't just wing all these meals. Like, if you're like us and you wake up early or, like, you have, yeah. you have a rotating schedule. That so, rotating schedule is big. Yeah, so for you for that rotating schedule, you know – you have to meal prep your thing. You have to meal prep ahead of time because, you know, sometimes you're going to wake up and you might be running 10 minutes late, but you need to get that breakfast in or you need to have your lunch that you're making. Overnight you oats, money. one of the best things yeah. out there. I mean, when Man. I have time and if I'm on day shift, overnight oats, throw those things in the refrigerator at night, things good to go. You're able to hop in the car, fire it up, and go and eat on your way. Yeah, so if you guys don't know what overnight, o- overnight oats are, it's real simple. And it's something that I, I used to never want to do. Uh, you have to get an acquired taste for it. I mean, the first time you ever have it, it it really it tasted terrible to me the first time I ever had it. Then I realized you can make so many different recipes out of it. Yeah, basically what it is, guys, it's basically oats. We prefer thin oats. It makes it easier to eat. Definitely. You can get some yogurt in there. You can get uh, milk, water, whatever you prefer. You can put any type of fruit in there. Um, Almond, blueberries, strawberries, bananas. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite right there with a little bit of brown sugar on the top. Yeah. A lot of you guys know these because you get them at Wawa or you get them at some other restaurants, some other yeah. – talk to that. <laughs> you guys get them at – yeah. So you guys get them at a, some other convenience store and you guys spend like 3 $4 on them. Or you can you can spend that 3 $4 on them at home and make 20 times the amount. Yeah. Because, I mean, a regular uh, size of just regular oatmeal – that that's what the oats are just a regular oatmeal container i think they're like 375 at walmart or something yeah. like that and that thing will last you for at least three four weeks yeah completely agreed and that that's a huge thing guys so plan your meals out because sometimes you might be running late to work you might have like bry has here a rotating schedule or like me you might be waking up really early and working real late and you don't want to spend 50 dollars, 60 dollars a day on eating so Plan ahead your meals and have those overnight oats or some little clean protein yeah, bars, yeah, yeah. stuff like that, to bring them with you. It's gonna help you reach your goals a lot better. Because yeah, I know when I was uh, when I was still paving and doing blacktop and everything like that, I spent twenty bucks in the morning stopping at Wawa and like another twenty for lunch. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the week, what's that? I'm, I'm spending like two hundred bucks, two hundred dollars of my hard earned cash at a fast food joint. Pretty Dude, much, it's ridiculous, you know. And <laughs> another big thing is like you speak of that, spend money on is caffeine. We all want our Red Bulls. We all want our Monsters. There's actual caffeine products out there that are a lot better that you can, or like drink a BCAA, which I'm drinking right now. Yeah, the BCAAs are definitely a lot better. I mean, gives you um, energy. I definitely have a horror story about Red Bull and all those energy drinks. Yeah, once a time. Gotta give them a little. Well, pretty much. That's why you guys don't drink Red Bulls or Monsters, and it's why you gotta stay away from them and get clean energy. The, the simple the simple way to put it is there is an altercation at work and everything like that. Got into a little situation. was drinking, I think, f- 10 Red Bulls 
the five days I was working. So I was drinking over 10. I went from never drinking an energy drink in my life until I started this job to drinking five Red Bulls, five to 10 Red Bulls a week for those five days. It's way too much. And it was just this thing like caffeine never affected me, or at least I never thought it affected me. I just liked the flavor of it. Smelled good. And I was just, uh, I was throwing them back. It's just like, I don't see a problem with this whatsoever. Well, I ended up getting injured. Um, they said there's possible heart damage and they were worried about that, which definitely, definitely was a, uh, a it's factor, life a, li a life changing factor on that. So I do all these different tests, get checked out, everything like that. Come to find out there was a, a potential that that had something to do with it. Cause my body was so used to clean eating and everything else. And then I hopped in drinking these energy drinks. And it's just like, yep, they're terrible, man. Why? Yeah. And then my mindset was, I'm only drinking it because it tastes good. Yeah. I wasn't, and then I'm looking at it down the line. I'm sitting there going, these aren't really sugar free because they have the sugar free ones, and that's the one I would get. Yeah. And I'm looking like, it doesn't have, it's not really sugar free. Uh, I definitely have someone that will kick my butt if I ever pick one up again. Yeah. That's yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. So. It's not just the caffeine, guys. People think caffeine is bad for them. It's not necessarily the caffeine. Yeah, it's not necessarily it's all the caffeine. It's, like that the, they put it's into the sodium it. and everything else. And you, you think it might not have an effect on you, but in some way it might because it just needs something else to trigger it. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I definitely came back. I came back strong, but now I'm taking more supplements to rebuild my core and everything else because right. I have badly bruised uh, muscles and everything else. Yeah, what I was scary told. as shit, man. There you go. So, don't, don't drink the energy drinks, guys. Don't, don't go for those energy drinks. Try to get stuff that's all natural. Get stuff that's actually certified yeah. and, and actually you, is good. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, be clean with what you're eating. and Plan, plan it ahead what you're eating so you can have energy. If you're going to have a long shift at work or you're working a double or something like that, plan it ahead. That's why you got to plan your food. That way you have enough time. Plan your food. Plan your sleep. And, I mean, I'm not the best one at that last one. I yeah. I rarely get the eight hours people recommend, but I'm also used to running off of three, four hours from multiple years in the past from doing snow plowing, yeah. working construction, everything else, and having these weird hours and whatnot. But that's just that's just the way my life is. My life is hectic and crazy being able to run off that. I'm not saying anyone else is. It's well, I, I relate there too, but you know, I try and Prep my meals out now. It helps a lot better. Oh, yeah. Prep, prepping the meals, one, saves money. Two, you feel better. Three, you're not spending a shit ton of money. Dude. You save so amazing. much money. It's crazy. You know, even if you don't meal prep it and you kind of like, so do what I do. So I don't necessarily meal prep. But what I do is I'll make my food for three days. So right. every three days I'll just cook another huge dinner or whatever. And I'll use that as my, my meals. So you don't have to cook seven days worth of food in one sitting. You can, which is great. It's gonna, it's gonna help you out. But I recommend cooking three about three days in or three days for meals. Yeah, I mean that, that's that's pretty simple. I mean there there's stuff that I've prepped that lasted me all week for like dinner wise and stuff like that. Yeah. I'll do buffalo chicken pasta salad. I'm getting my carbs. Yeah. I'm getting my protein. Tastes good. Tastes good. Yeah. I can eat it cold. I can eat it hot. Delicious. Just make a pound of pasta, 
cup some uh, yeah. oven baked chicken or grilled chicken, yeah. throw it you in know. there, some wing sauce, good to go. Yeah. You can cook up rice, any of that stuff. It's going to be a lot better. You can flavor it too. And you go to the stores, you're spending. So uh, say you get a breakfast at, at uh, a convenience store, you get an egg McMuffin. Minimum right? $10. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like 10 bucks. <laughs> it's small. Yeah. You, know? you can make it at home. And for that ten dollars, you can make six of them. So you just spend so much money. Of them too. And not only are not only are they you save money, it's also healthier it's, for you. Yeah. They're not processed, and it's all this other stuff. Yeah, for ten dollars, so yeah. pound of bacon like three seventy five eggs, it's what not, three bucks. So you're you're getting you can get everything. You can have a dozen eggs. You got a pound of bacon. Yeah. You can get the cheese and everything. Yeah, yeah. all for like the ten bucks. You know what's funny because like I work outside and I'm like I don't have time to do this and that. Now, like, since I started transitioning into actually food prepping, dude, A, I feel better because I'm eating a lot better. Like yep. you said, I'm getting all that processed crap out of my body. I'm getting all that sodium, the cholesterol, it's gone. I, I mean, obviously, it's still there, but it's a lot It's lower. a lot less, and it, it's it's a great thing. It, your, your body's going to thank you in the long run. You're going to feel better in the long run. Yeah. You're saving time as well because even though you're spending time cooking, guys, you're saving time because now you don't have to figure Not out what you line. need. I hate that. <laughs> Not having to worry about going and get tapping Mac and cash out to go pay for this stuff. Yep. You know, not every place takes yeah. uh, credit cards and whatnot. Yeah, and you know, when you go to a store like Wawa, like we do, you, you look on the screen, man, what, what do I want? What do I want? You could spend 10 minutes looking at the screen. <laughs> takes that all out of the equation. Oh, if yeah. you could think about what you want the night before, get that stuff ready to go. Yes. That simple. It's easy, guys. You know. So, A, like you're eating better, you're spending less money on shitty food, you're getting better quality, which, in essence, what's that going to do? It's going to help you achieve your goals. How are you possibly going to get to your fitness goal and get in the body fat, the, the shape that you want to get in, if you're not planning out what you're eating and you have no idea what you're putting in your body? You need to plan that out. So, if you want to be on a bodybuilding show or something, then bodybuilders, yeah, they plan their food out. It's the same thing as in general health. If you want to lose five pounds, you can't just do it by eating whatever the hell you want. You mean I can't eat a tub of ice cream? No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I just mean like, so if you have a goal to gain weight or if you have a goal even to lose weight, either one, you can't just like, so when I'm trying to gain weight, if I eat a bunch of fast food, my metabolism slows down. In essence, if your metabolism is slowing down, you should gain weight, right? Yeah. It doesn't work like that with the fast food because what it does, you get all the sodium in your body and you just piss it out and it kills your body. So you're not gaining weight. You're actually gaining fat and you're losing muscle. We don't want to do that. You want to gain muscle and lose fat. But speaking of that, with what he just said being all the facts and being true and everything like that, you are gaining, you are gaining weight. You're gaining fat though. Yeah. And no. your body's burning off all that hard work you put into gaining that muscle mass. Yeah. And that's something you don't want. You don't want to lose your all. gains. No one no. wants to lose their gains. No. That's that's a terrible feeling. Yeah. Especially when you look in the mirror the one week, you're like, yeah, I look good. I'm, I feel confident. Let's go crush this workout, do yeah. this, this, and that. And then come two weeks later, you've been eating nothing but fast food, and you're sitting there going, what happened? And you, your yeah. self-esteem goes down. Your yeah. mentality it's goes down. Horrible. Your mood changes. Your mood changes. Then you don't want to get back in there. You don't. You don't want to work out. You don't want to do this. You don't want to do that. Yeah. So for me, for me, this is how I used to do it. I I used to think like a lot of people think oh, I don't have time, and I would go to the gym and I wouldn't eat before, and then I would just 
grub out after. I'd go to McDonald's, and they were doing a discount for chicken nuggets. And I used to eat 50 chicken nuggets, right? The 50-pack of chicken Yeah, nuggets. everyone remembers the 50-pack chicken nuggets. We were nuggets. just talking about that this past week. <laughs> well, so put that right next uh, to your gym. You know, you don't feel like making food. You don't know what to eat, and you see that. You're like, let's get it. You know what? I'm, like, I'm trying to gain weight. It'll help me out. You'll and never want to eat another chicken nugget again if you know what the process is to make it. <laughs> They're horrible. But my point is, <laughs> my point is, even though I was getting them calories in from them chicken nuggets, because your mindset is, I don't give a shit where I get my calories from, right? If you're trying to gain weight, you don't care. But I was getting, A, my weight was staying the same, and I was getting fatter. That's my muscle you're, was getting You're going to bad calories. Like, you think, okay, it's chicken, good calories. Yep. There's certain aspects of chicken that is not good calories. And yeah. <laughs> not going to place the blame on McDonald's. Please don't eat McDonald's, guys. Like, the, I don't the, give a fuck. The biggest thing is... <laughs> They are processed. They come. Uh, you don't want to know how they come. Don't, don't eat them, guys. And it's also not the the best part of the chicken. It's it's like that in a lot of places. Cause let's just forget about that. Yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> but, like throw but, that yeah, out over so there. So like like by I was saying, the point of the story is that when you eat processed food out, like you get all that sodium, you're not gonna reach your goals. My goal was to gain weight, and my weight my goal was to gain muscle weight not fat obviously you gain a little weight you're gonna put a little bit of fat on but yeah. you don't you don't want to put a little bit of muscle on and a lot of fat you want to be the opposite so you have to track what you're eating as soon as i started tracking what i was eating and uh i started seeing where my sources of protein were coming from my sources of carbs and fat were coming from and how much i was at and what my recommended value was at i was like holy crap you know i need to adjust this so i adjusted it i started planning my meals and now you guys can check me out on my Instagram. You see, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. So now would you say better. you started holding yourself accountable? Absolutely. You know, and that's one thing, like you said, in school, you didn't write your notes down because we're like, it was, it was, ah, I don't want to do it. I don't want yeah, to get, you get to like, college. Okay, and you're like, you, realize, yeah, you realize when you, when you get older in life, you realize you have to write down more things. So we have a lot more things going on. So yeah, I, I definitely start holding myself accountable with what I was eating because if, if I'm trying to get to a result, which my result was gain 10 pounds and make it only like 2% body fat. Yeah. Extra. And that's, that's definitely one of those things for me too. It's like when I went to college, that's when I started holding myself accountable for the different things. I stopped drinking sodas. I uh, gave up fast food and I definitely felt a difference. I mean, the first two weeks, don't get me wrong. That was yeah. terrible because I used to drink sodas like no other. It's... <laughs> Dude, the, the withdrawal from like the sugar and everything else out that, that was that's, miserable. That's now, <laughs> talking about soda, if you guys like the flavory drinks, get yourself some BCAAs, or you can get so many other different like. There's actually flavored water. The Dude, flavored water is amazing. Yeah, so are the so Mios. Much the Mios are good. Just don't drink them on a daily yeah. basis. There's so many of you. Also, so many of you out there trying to lose weight, and you think. Drinking diet soda compared to regular soda is good. It's actually worse it, for you. It's worse. It, it is. makes you fatter. Stop drinking the diet soda. It's, just drink the whole soda if you can't resist it. Don't drink either. Get something better. Now, sorry, guys. That, that is a reality uh, reality tech on that aspect there. Yeah. Uh, we are going to start holding people more accountable for the stuff that they're doing, especially in like our challenges and whatnot, too, which a lot of people have been killing. I've seen that. Yeah. So they're holding themselves accountable for taking this serious and everything else. Um, coming down to it though, 
What do you think the biggest thing is, as in goals-wise? So for most people, I think it is lose weight, a.k.a. body fat, and that's why we talk about the nutrition. Nutrition, you guys can work as hard as you want at the gym, but if you go out and you eat your 50 chicken nuggets after your workout because it fits in your calories, you just fucked your workout. Or if you go to the bar and get hammered, it's neglecting all the work you did. So if you want to go out and get drunk or if you want to have your, your cheat meal, sunset, every once in a while, it's it. fine. Plan it out at the appropriate timing. Def- definitely. That's that's a big thing. And um, long-term goals and everything else, I know they're, they seem so far out in the distant future that you're sending a lot. You, you need the right stepping stones to get there. So yeah. break those long-term goals down. You want to lose weight? Figure out. Maybe I should change my diet or maybe I should spend some more time in the gym, add more days during my workouts. What? So we're spending a lot of time here on the nutrition because nutrition is key for you guys in the goal. If you want to be comfortable in the gym, you have to be comfortable with how you feel. And you got to be comfortable with what you eat. Yeah. So if you're, if you're eating like shit and you're saying, I'm not losing weight and not losing weight, it doesn't matter what you do at the gym. You know, so it starts in your kitchen. They say 80% of the, Results are from nutrition. That's that's a hundred percent true on that too. We're not telling you guys to hey, give up everything that you love. Like we said, there are times where you can schedule in like a cheat meal. Absolutely, I, I have cake. one at least like once a week. Yeah, I do. Like but it's once not or like twice a, a week. A, it's not a terrible cheat meal though. Yeah. If there's something really bad like cake and stuff like that, I might have that once a month. I mean, my weakness a Kit Kat bar. I'm not even gonna lie. Dude, I love Kit Kats. But hey, if you know, like like he said, if 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 you want to have a cheat meal every day, go ahead. Just do it in the morning or do it before your workout. But make sure it, it fits in your calories that you're supposed to have. Yeah. Don't don't let that exceed it. And just watch like what you're doing. Don't get the restaurant foods, all that crap. Just, you know, because I like a lot of times before I go to go to the gym. I, you know, I used to love eating pop tarts. I don't do it anymore because I have better options. But Definitely. hey, you know. You're, you're more than likely your body's going to use that, and it's the sugar it's going to help out. So plan it accordingly to your, your schedule. Another thing, guys, so huge, huge issue here is to get comfortable with the gym. You need to plan out your workouts. You need to plan out your fitness regimen. And you can't lose track of that either. If you lose track of your regimens or you lose track of what you're doing – I, I mean, I'm, I'm guilty of this. When I first started working out, I never wrote anything down. And so, the results probably suck. You know? <laughs> I, I want to say I went like three weeks without writing anything down. I'm sitting on, what, what was I bench pressing last week? What was I doing mm-hmm. this? What was I doing that? So. When you write it down for the first couple of times, you have you have something you can check back on so you can see your progress. Yeah. Now, amazing. I forget how many years I've been in the gym now. I mean, I'm not one of the, the real big dudes. I'm toned. I'm, I'm just there to get stronger. But I'm also, I've done all this naturally. I just recently started taking supplements. I still don't take proteins. Got to get first form protein, bro. The best. I'm going to give him some after because it's the yeah, best. First, first form is definitely, uh, for those, definitely a good company. Yeah, for those they of you guys, do a man, bunch of amazing. research on their, their products and they back it 100%. They give you all the nutrition facts. I've... I've actually had their Opti Greens and everything like that. The Opti Greens, they're amazing. Um, I just started taking them more, and they're dude, amazing because, you know, I, I plan my meals out, and I still don't get enough vegetables. So, you know, I have to get a supplement to help that out. And you feel a lot better. You digest better. So yeah. I plan that out. So I plan 
every night I drink my OptiGreens. You know? Yeah, and the OptiGreens. I do it every night. OptiGreens are an amazing thing. I mean, yeah. Bobby turned me on to them. And at first, I didn't think I was going to like them. Believe me. I mean, none of this stuff, when you open up a, a container, you're sitting on, that smells good. <laughs> no, that's that's not the case. But they yeah, don't they yeah. don't taste bad. I, I, I personally, I mix mine with my pre-workout. I'm not even going to lie about that. That's why I know I'm getting it in my system. Yeah. No, and it's good. As long as you're getting it, it don't matter because you're, you're helping your body out. It's and what do they say? It's how many vegetables? Off the top of my head. Yeah, I, I think like one scoop is like a, it's a like a nice little dose of vegetables. Like four it's, actual servings or something. It's it's yeah. a beautiful thing, especially if you don't have that time where you're you're eating the perfect amount of vegetables yeah. in your diet anyway. Yeah. So back back to our point, we're not going to talk about supplements yet. Yeah. <laughs> we're so, not supposed to be like, anyway, but you know, yeah. Whatever, it's the best stuff I take. So eventually, you guys are going to hear more about that because I, I, some people used to tell me, oh, you take too much supplements, this and that, and now they're the ones buying them from me. And you know, I would never recommend stuff that doesn't work for me. So you guys are going to, we're going to do a podcast about that later on. But uh, yeah, but you have to plan that out too. You plan your supplements out to help you reach your goals, which goes along with nutrition. So um, for me, right when I first started lifting. As we said last podcast, I used to work out at home, and then I went to the gym. And when I was at home, obviously, I never wrote anything down because it was just set up there, and I did what I wanted. So when I started going to the gym, one of the main reasons why I wasn't comfortable at the gym was because I didn't plan what I was going to do. And like we say, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And that's exactly what I did. My goal was to get stronger and to gain weight and and do it in the fastest possible way. I wasn't doing any of it. I was getting stronger but i also was getting hurt because i didn't know what the hell i was doing or i was trying to do too much weight or i was doing the same exercises like three days a week because i forgot i did them on monday and i was doing them on friday and it was horrible so yeah, i was doing the same thing it's luckily i never got hurt in the gym and i have so i mean it, i've it happens, hurt man. many times we outside of avoid gym. that that's why we're trying to do this because we want to tell you how to avoid it and um, if you guys want to reach a goal in fitness, it doesn't matter if you're real hardcore with it and you want to be a bikini model or a bodybuilder or a powerlifter, or if you're just in it just to get in better shape naturally, like, you know, to lose more weight, to feel healthier, or you have a certain health condition that you need to get into, you aren't going to get to that point that you want to be at if you don't plan it out. And it's just like life. If you go to a new job and you want to be the top employee at the, at the, at the company, how are you going to get there? You're going to write down all the tasks that you need to complete in that week, and you're going to try and complete them as fast as you can. So the point is that you're going to write stuff down so you get to where you want to be. And fitness is the same way. You write down all your goals, you write down your plan, and then you schedule it out. How do you get there? You know, you basically retract. You know, you have to schedule what you're going to do. So for me, once I started planning out my actual daily regimen, now, for me, I went a little hardcore with it. I would write on the computer. I would write down my days, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then I would write down the week, the month. And I would write down every day I would work out for a month. you know. And then I would write down every single workout that I was going to do that month on that day. And I say I did that for about two months. And then it just became I knew what the hell I was doing. And then from there, you, just, you end up figuring out your weights. Figure out what your max is. Yep. And every week, two weeks, you you notice a difference. Yeah. I mean, you won't notice a physical difference in your uh, standards because I personally, 
I never notice um, muscle growth or anything else. Other or people how tone, notice it. Yeah, other, other people notice it and be like, hey, you, uh, looks like your biceps got bigger or your pecs got bigger. I can see your core. Yeah, that's a good point you brought out there because for me, uh, my, my main focus in the, goal, in the gym right now is I want to try and grow my chest. Not necessarily strong, but I want to grow it. So how do I do that? Am I going to go into the gym and be like, well, I'm going to do chest four days a week? No. I'm going to plan it out so I know what parts of my chest to hit on what day. And then I write down the workouts I did. So the next week I know we're going to try and do either more weight, we're going to do more reps, or we're going to do a different exercise because we don't didn't target something we wanted to target. And I think one of the biggest things, so I, I know I can speak from experience, Bob can speak from uh, experience on this too. When I go to work out, I plan on leaving whatever part of my body that I plan on working out, I plan on being sore. Yeah. If I'm walking out of the gym and I'm not sore, I know I did not go hard enough. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I agree too. It's more, I don't look at it as a sore anymore because I've been doing it for so long. It's not really sore. It's a good I go as like fatigued. Yeah, like it, if I know I can't do the weight I used to do before, then I know my workout was. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a good type of, like, I look forward to it. It makes me feel like I'm still alive. And it's, yeah. it's an enjoyable sensation. Uh, I've had other people, uh, other people sitting there going, saying, oh, yeah, my muscles are twitching. I'm saying, oh, yeah, you're having a muscle spasm. It, it, happens. Yeah, it happens. It just means you work them hard. Yeah. Or you're not drinking enough water. I can't touch that enough. Every podcast, I'm probably going to say something about drinking enough water because <laughs> it literally means it can make or break you. It really can. Yeah. And that goes right with uh, plan to fail or fail to plan. Yeah. You know, a uh, big, big thing I noticed with uh, – Right now, my workout plans, guys, is when you're first starting to get into the gym, you're not you don't have that consistent habit of wanting to go to the gym. So when you write it down and you see it on your, your board in the morning, it's going to make you realize, I got to go. Come on. And it's going to help you get into that habit quicker. It's going to make your mentality be now, now, now instead of tomorrow. So you're going to start doing everything when you're supposed to do it instead of pushing it off. And you won't lose track and you'll keep, keep knowing what will come next. And so on and so yeah. forth. Yeah, like you like you brought up a point before about like knowing what weight to do and all. So if you go into the gym and I go and do bench press on Monday and I hit um, like say two twenty five for eight, and then I went a whole week did all my other exercises that I wrote down that I didn't write down, and now the weekend we had a huge party. I got real drunk. Now I'm gonna go back into the gym on Monday. I'm not gonna remember what the hell I did because I didn't write it down. I might think. You know, we have a lot of things going on. We have kids, we have dogs, we have family members, all this type of crap. Got kids, family members, cars. Yeah. You always have some sort of outsource uh, problems and stuff like that. But yeah, so if you write it down and you write down for the first like month or so that you're gone, you're going to know like what weight you're at and what reps you're at. And you're going to get more comfortable with knowing exactly what you're going to do because it's fine to do the same workout each week until you're comfortable. That's fine. But how are you going to remember to do that and remember the correct weight that you did and the reps were like, put a little mark on your notebook, like 12 reps, last three very hard. That way you know not to go up 10 pounds, but to go up five. And you might know something like that. It helps you a lot. Yeah, screw it. Go up 25. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Writing it down is going to help you be consistent in your routine. So it's going to help you keep the weights relative to where you're supposed to do it. Like same same thing. If Yeah, definitely. Um. I remember when I first started out, 
I hit the bench press. And I'm sitting going, ah, you know what? I had a 45 there and I had a 35 on the side. No, I was I was completely wrong when I came back that week. It was like a 25 and a 10. <laughs> yeah. And I, I threw that thing up. And the next thing I know, this bar is on my chest. Now, this is going back probably about, I don't know, eight, ten years. It had, I, I did the same thing before. And too, it was so. just like. I didn't write it down. It messed you up, man. Not only was my face red from the bar compressing my chest, I was embarrassed. I mean, I, I can't even say I wasn't. Yeah, so how you, how you going to get comfortable in the gym if you're doing shit like that? Yeah. That's, that's how, what makes you uncomfortable in the gym because you're, you're blatantly looking like an asshole when you shouldn't. So for me, <laughs> my uncle knows this. I used to make fun of him for writing his workouts down, and he's been doing it for 40 years or whatever. And I started doing it. I started bringing a little notebook with me to the gym, and I started working out. And writing down a lot of my my uh, workouts I did. Now don't get me wrong, I don't write down everything I do, but uh, for for instance, if I'm trying to get to a certain level for like bench press or squats or deadlifts, when you write your your um, workouts down, you write the weight that you did the week before or even like a couple days before, and then you go to your next workout, you're gonna do so much better, and you're gonna be you're gonna be at a proper weight that you should be at. You're not gonna wing it. And you're going to reach your goals 10 times faster than someone who's not writing them down. That's true. And it also allows you to cut out said workouts that you don't enjoy. Huge, huge, huge thing. I agree with that. There's so many workout plans that people get online and they see stuff and they just don't, you don't like doing them. I'm like that too. There's certain workouts I don't like doing. Yeah, there's some workouts that I hate doing. I mean, I'll I'll muscle through them and everything like that, but it's in the back of my mind saying, oh, why am I doing this? Yeah, like for me, which is ironic because it's like the most famous workout in the whole world is flat barbell bench press. I hate it. I hate it. I don't really see the point in it. I'm not – it's not because I'm not the best at it because I'm pretty good at it. Yeah. But I just – I don't like it. So just because Brian might like it doesn't mean I'm going to like it. So in my workouts, I used to alter it and put flat dumbbell. Remembering, oh, yeah, I had a flat dumbbell last week, such and such number. So now when I go into the gym this week and I realize that my plan might say flat barbell, I don't want to do it. So you can always in my go back notes, to uh, flat dumbbell. Yeah, so I mean, I, en- I enjoy doing flat dumbbell, and I also do I enjoy doing flat bench. It doesn't it doesn't bother me one bit. I mean, Bobby, I know Bobby loves to run because he said that on like the first podcast how he loves that cardio and running yeah. and everything like that. I'm gonna win the runathon. We <laughs> <laughs> get one mile <laughs> with my banged up knees. Y'all don't don't play me. I can run. A lot of you people listening know I have torn ACL and I don't have an ACL on my leg, but that's where planning comes in because if you want to run, I do a camp. I do all my camps with my clients. And the reason being is everyone that I've shown up to, to give a hand and uh, to run through, he's been running with us as well. This is, it's huge while I was talking about planning though, because when I have a torn ACL, I can't stop on the dime anymore. So when we're doing the camps, I plan the angles and cuts ahead of time. That way I know where I'm going. That's just the same as like your gym. You know, I'm running, I can't run full speed and stop on the dime. But when we do the camps, I'm playing out my angles. And and the funny I know thing I is, he was terrible at geometry back in high school. And now he's actually fucking good at it. Gotta be, man. <laughs> We're always evolving. You know? <laughs> that's that's where planning comes in for me. It's like, if I want to be the best I can be, I can't just get there by just saying, well, we're going to look at it once and then say, yeah, I'll memorize it. No, you got to plan it out how to 
how to make that stick in your mind. And it comes like that with fitness because if you want to get comfortable in the gym, you need to know what you're doing. And 95% of us start at the gym. We don't know what we're doing. So you plan it out and you start teaching yourself how to do it. And once you do that, like amazing results can be so much better. You know, um, like Bryce said before, when you start writing down stuff, you see your long-term goal. And then you also can break them long-term goals into short goals. So, yeah, and those short-term goals, you'd be amazed how much they keep you on track. Short-term goals can make or break you towards your long-term goals. Yeah, and amazing. Being able to track your progress, being able to see that one week you did such and such weight, and then two weeks later you're up 10 pounds, that, that's an amazing thing. That's an amazing accomplishment, especially in the fitness world. Um, starting out, you never realize what your what your body is capable of, really, until you actually push it. I mean, I constantly push myself day in, day out, even more so when I'm, like, doing my uh, activities during the summer, when it's my yeah. whitewater kayaking or mountain biking. Do you love them? Kill them. I need to come with you more. <laughs> we have to remember Bobby Dude, to tell it. We need a plan that I'm going to be on there where strap me in so I don't fly out. <laughs> That's I, don't think, I don't think you gotta worry about falling out. It's uh, yeah. If you, if, if you go over the waterfall and you don't know how to roll back over, you need to figure out how to do a wet exit. I'm gonna get some books. I'll plan it. I'll be, I'll be good. YouTube, YouTube works a lot. There we go. <laughs> you know, another thing I noticed with uh, when you plan plan for fitness, like your routines and all. Not only do you know what you did before, you know what comes next. So, if your goal is to run ten miles. In such and such time, that, you're not just going to do it. You know? Yeah, run, run 10 miles in such and such time. Guess what? I still hate running. But yet, I do Tough mutters every year. I do at least two of them. Yeah. I love doing them. One, they're a military-based uh, event. Um, I can't say enough good things about them. They, uh, they donate to Wounded Warrior Project and everything else like that. It's a wonderful cause. You aren't timed for it, but you have 30-plus obstacles, military events, and I've met some of the best people out there on these courses. Now, granted, there's, of course, you have the Tough Mudder X, some of the mean oh, runners hard. down and everything like that, but it's, it's a challenge. It's a fun challenge, and if you have a group that goes with you, those 10 to 12 miles do not feel like 10 to 12 miles. Yeah. The thing is, like, you can't just go out there and do it. You need to plan how you're going to do it. Of course, you have, you have to plan how to do it. You have to you have to at least do a couple miles here and there. But what I'm trying to say is, um, get a group. If it's nice outside, get a group out there and run. Yeah. You don't have to do it on your own. Because one of the best cardio things I've ever noticed: try running and talking at the same time. No, it's hard. <laughs> try oh, running and talking at the same time if you think you have endurance for running so many distance and all this have a buddy run with you and try to hold a conversation that whole time you're running that's a whole different type of endurance i have to start doing it myself first before you yeah you know it's it's hard you already talk some to people, yourself anyway some people kill it though you know <laughs> yeah, so, some people are freaks and they can just going to the gym and get their goals however they want or run as yeah. many miles as they want and not even practice it. But the majority of us out there, we need to practice what we're doing to become the best. Pac practice makes perfect. And yeah, 
please don't try to take the shortcuts. Yeah, I have a question for you guys. You know, do you want to be the best? Simple as that. And the answer is always going to be yes. So no matter what we do as human beings, we're always going to want to be the best at what we're going to do. In order to do that, you need to plan for it. I don't give a shit if it's fitness, if it's life. You need to plan how to get there. Now let me add something on top of that. To be able to get to that is you have to plan, correct? Yep. Now, there's always going to be someone doing something better than you. So you plan to try to get better than them. That is your goal. That is ultimately what everyone wants. They want to be better than that next person. Yeah. You have to train with a purpose. So if you plan and you have that purpose and you have that mindset, you won't fail. You just got to get in there and do it. Completely agree with you there. And like we said in the beginning, when I started going to the gym, I I wanted to be the best at what I was doing, but I had no idea how to get there. And I was like, eh, don't matter. I'm just going to do it. Once I started planning how to do it, hey, man, now I'm sitting here talking to you guys. You know, do that's you think, all a plan. Do you think at uh, one point in everyone's gym career, everyone fails? Absolutely. And it's fine. And that's that's it. Failure teaches you. Failure builds you back up to where you need to be. Yeah. It humbles you. Just because you go in somewhere thinking you're the big cheese, you're the shit, you're this and that. No, it, it's not the cause because, let me get, let me say this, reality is going to give you a nice palm to the face. Yeah, and when you talk about failure, when he talks about failure, we mean failure at something that you, you know like you're trying to do and you're trying to accomplish. Don't fail at doing the gym because you didn't plan on what to do. You know, if you go into the gym and you fail doing a bench press, fine. It's fine. It's fine. Get Write yourself it down. Back Let up. yourself know what you did wrong and get yourself back up there so you can succeed at it. You're not just going to keep winging it and trying it and keep failing. That's just stupid. You're never going to do it. And don't be afraid to ask for help. Have someone else that is a little more seasoned come in and help you out with your workouts and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, I have, I've had it done for me. Uh, I do it for other people. It's... It's yeah. one of those things. It's like not everyone is comfortable doing these things. So why not make it fun and comfortable with someone else? Yeah. You know, that's a great part about it. And that, that's what got me going, guys. Uh, I started working out with people who were better than me that knew what they were doing. I would write down their workouts so I could remember what they were doing. Because when we first go to the gym, it's a lot. And even if you get a workout plan from someone else or you're just doing things that you like, it's going to be a lot to remember what you're doing. So if you start writing it down and you're going to be acclimated more with what to do when you're in the gym, and in essence, it's also going to save you time in the gym. So you're going to have more free time. You're also going to get a lot better results. It's you got to do, uh, you got to do you. Yeah. So moral of the story guys is you need to plan ahead in fitness to get comfortable in the gym. Don't just wing things. Actually like going there with a mindset. Consistency. Yeah. Be consistent, get frequent, water, consistency. You need those three main things, and you also need some other. Okay, so plan ahead, plan your meals. You're going to save money, you're going to save time, you're going to get better results, and you're going to feel a lot better. Same thing works with your workouts. Plan your workouts out. That way you know your routine, and you know the weight and the reps you're going to be doing. At first, it's going to feel uncomfortable, but in the long run, you're going to be very can become habitual for you and, and you're it becomes gonna, a habit it's gonna be awesome and then you're not gonna need to plan it out 
And if you don't, then you're never going to get there. You know, so everyone always comes up to me at the gym and they're like, I like these workouts you are doing this and that. And I got there because I started writing down things that I liked, things that I didn't like, and it became a habit for me. And that's how I became better at it, you know. So same thing. Just plan it out, guys. Otherwise, you're going to fail. So before we get out of here today, guys, like before, we want to say thank you all. Guys, are giving us great feedback. It's helping us become better. It's helping us get you guys stuff that you guys are trying to hear. So keep it coming in. We want you guys to hit us with topics. We want you guys to hit us with feedback. Good, bad, everything. We love the comments. And um, we try to look at them on a daily basis. Yeah, keep them coming, man. It's helping us. And we also said this in the last podcast. We're going to do a Q&A soon. So I think we're going to do one more episode. And then we're going to do a Q&A on our seventh episode. So I'm going to be posting stuff on our Instagram page, which is power underscore of underscore fitness underscore. I'm going to post that with all my links on my page. We're going to be putting up stuff. So we want you guys to ask us questions. And don't ask us questions like how much do 50 nuggets cost at McDonald's. <laughs> ask us questions that are related now, to fitness. Now, the funny thing is, now that he said that, that's definitely going to be one of the questions that pop up in our DMs. It's like 999. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> see that shit all the time on goddamn TV. <laughs> McDonald's are killing people. Get out of here. Uh, oh, so, yeah. Shit. Ask us questions that are related to fitness. Or like with planning, how to get comfortable, any of the podcasts that we've already done. You can ask us anything you want related to fitness that we can help you with. And we'll try and hit a couple of those on our uh, question uh, Definitely. So anything. So hit us with it. The more questions we have, the better. Uh, we're only going to try and do a couple per episode. And we're going to try and make it uh, another like kind of weekly thing on with you guys on there. And like we said before, this is going to be an every Thursday thing. I mean, we're going to be dropping these videos, dropping uh, our sounds and everything else every Thursday. So, yeah, so get used to us. And like we said before, we're just getting started at this. So it's new to us as well. But, you know, we love – I love you guys coming up to me at the gym, That people who know me. Uh, just keep doing it. It's making me want to keep doing more episodes and – it's going to make us go longer. Yeah, likewise to me. I mean, I've been stopped multiple times at the gym. They're saying, oh, hey, you've been doing uh, the Power of Fitness podcast and everything like that. I mean, it makes us feel good that we're actually getting out and touching people, yeah. you know? Yeah. Just like we said, it's a self-development and a fitness podcast. So if you know anybody that this could benefit from that uh, you're friends with or you talk to them on social media or whatever, direct them to us and get them listed to the podcast here. And even if they uh, – have other questions, message us. All our information is on uh, our um, page. So feel free to reach out to us anytime you guys want. We're always here to help you. So like we said, tune in every Thursday. We're going to have an episode there. And so we'll see you guys next week. All right, guys. Peace out.